0: You're listening to the Oz TV Podcast, only on the Oz Network.
1: Welcome to the Oz Network, as we are back, finally, to talk about the Amazing Race Canada for the first time in a couple of weeks, and our very sporadic coverage that uh, apparently we can't be bothered to talk about. Well, that's not true. One person can be bothered to talk about it, and that's Jared, because he's been here the whole season, but I wasn't here in the beginning, and Rossi's not here now. But Jared, always reliable. Jared, Jared, you're, you're always available, with the exception of when Ben wants to do something with you. So we we'll want to get to the bottom of that. That's uh, true, yeah. But uh, my name is Colin, and uh, excuse me if I'm wet. Uh, I probably just peed a little. Uh, and, of course, Jared Lubick here, the only consistent thing on the Amazing Race Canada this season. Jared, can you just tell us, why are you always busy for Ben? If I give you a doll, can you show me what he did? Uh, this is for a special reason.
2: You know, you know, um, I don't know. Just in, just invested. It's the person who lives the furthest away uh, for these locations. I think the most invested because it's at least likely they're going to get there.
1: <laughs> that's it. Everything's exotic to you. Mm-hmm. Everything exotic. <laughs> we should also correct. We're not covering the Amazing Race Canada this season. We're covering the Amazing Race British Columbia, because I'm pretty sure that's all we're going to have to talk about today. Um, but uh, the first two episodes you were on. Uh, I sent some of my thoughts in. Uh, Sadly, I've not had time to listen to the episode yet. So (laughs) Uh, I'm sure it was hilarious, though. sure there was some quality content. Uh, But uh, we're going to cover, I guess, episodes three, four, and five. We're officially calling this our mid-season recap here. But we'll go through each individual episodes here because we have watched them all. And we're prepared at least once a month to talk about it. Um, Basic feelings on the season as a whole so far before we go through the individual episodes?
2: I think it's been really good. Um, I mean, it's been a while since I watched The Amazing Race Canada. I don't really remember what seasons I watched. I think I said in the first couple of episodes I was appreciative that this season didn't start with a montage of all the winners. Uh, so um, I think it's been really good. I think what helps it so much, I don't know if I'm like that high on the tasks we've had, um, but I'm really enjoying kind of all of the team. I think think like the casting has been really good this season.
1: I, th- I think what I like so far is that this is the first time we've had, I guess, as close as we could get to a traditional amazing race season in any version in a while. I mean, maybe there's some international version of it. I mean, there was the Australian version that had like 108 episodes that uh, I didn't have time to get past episode four on. Sorry. But uh, um, I mean, aside from the fact that, you know, we're in Canada, I believe for the entire season, um, that's kind of typical amazing race. Like we got travel again where we're getting, know, regular intervals in between there's no, Oh, you got to have to carpool and stuff like that. So I'm kind of enjoying like feeling like we're watching classic amazing race again, even though we're getting like a little bit of a spin on some of the twists, which those would be kind of fun to talk about.
2: Mm, I think too, like we're at the point now that we've got like some dynamics between the teams. Uh, we have kind of as villainous as you can get being Canadian teams. Um, so it's just all, um, I think coming to fruition at this point.
1: Yeah. You're right. I mean, first off, right off the beginning of episode three, we're getting some of that, you know, I guess, drama between the t- teams, the Canadian drama between the teams, uh, because we we basically get told uh, there's all these different factions and everything. We got uh, Derek and Jasper and Ty and Kat, and they're like, oh, we kind of have our friendly rivalry. And then it's like, oh, and there's also the friendly rivalry with Grace and Lily. And then we know that there's going to be rivalries coming up with Ben and basically with everybody on the season. There's like these little rivalries. But what, what I like about these rivalries is that it's starting to feel very survivor-like, Whereas in modern survivor, I kind of want more drama with amazing race. I just want everybody to be a little bit at odds, but like be like the survivor players where it's like, it's friendly at odds In survivor. I'm getting tired of everybody being like, Oh, you totally stabbed me in the back. Good job there. You know, I, I want that of an amazing race. I don't want that out of survivor. So, I mean, I, I kind of like this, like we, we get these rivalries where they're basically saying, yeah, we're out to get you. And they're like, Oh, well, not unless we get you first. Um, th- w- there's like this, uh, back and forth where they're saying like okay now if we had our ideal final three or four teams uh, should we have ben and anwar in there and you basically have this split where i can't remember which team was basically saying oh they're too strong you don't want to keep them to the end and the other team is like yeah but you know what they work well with us like they'll the, we, we trust them or whatever um we, we also get uh the backstory here with uh now i'm gonna mix up which one is ty and which one is tyler throughout all three of these episodes here uh Sorry to say we have two guys who've been in an accident who are both named Tyler, who both go by both Tyler and Ty, who both have blonde girlfriends that I also have trouble telling apart. Uh, Do you know, is there a secret here? I know one of them has like a shaved head and the other one has a little bit of hair, but like they wear hats half the time and I can't tell the difference. Is there a secret that I'm missing here?
2: I think it's the fact that like Ty has like the mo, like the facial hair. Um, but I feel like Tyler's is kind of growing in as the season goes on, so it's, <laughs> it's getting harder. It, harder. it doesn't help that like both of their partners have names starting with K, like Kat yeah. and Kayleen. I'm like, we really <laughs> tried to just cast the same team twice here, didn't we?
1: Yeah, exactly. That that makes it even harder because I'm like, if I'm just seeing the names, I'm like, all right, so I know one of them had a name that started with Ka. Now, which one is this? And the um, fact
2: they're working together, they both have an express pass. It's just... Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's impossible. Uh, I, I, what really makes this harder is that like, uh, t- uh Tyler, uh, I don't know if he's, yeah, he's the one who's officially Tyler is the Paralympian, which we would, I don't think that uh, since I was in the last episode, I don't know, you even would have remembered. Cause you weren't watching the same coverage, but we actually talked about him during off the podium when we did our Paralympics episodes. Cause he was one of the Canadians that I was talking up as in like, Oh yeah, this was like a big win or whatever. When it was like the snowboard cross or whatever. So, I mean, I, I was shocked when I started the season, I'm sort of looking like who on the cast, you know, should I follow on Instagram? And I'm like, Oh, apparently I'm already following Ty or Tyler. Uh, but like, what's weird is that he goes by Tyler on the show, but like in the Olympics and everything, he's Ty Turner. He's not even Tyler. And then it gets even more confusing when their girlfriends are calling them sometimes in the same scene. All right, go Ty, go Ty. And it's like, Tyler, you got this. Uh, it's the worst scenario to be in. Uh, but yeah, we get a little bit of his backstory with uh, the Humboldt uh, or the other one, the Humboldt uh, bus crash, uh, the not Paralympian, the, the bus bus crash guy. Uh, so, uh, I don't know how big of a story this is outside of Canada, because this is more or less one of the biggest news stories from like the last couple of years. But do you have any knowledge of this Humboldt bus crash?
2: No, It was like whatsoever.
1: a junior hockey team had like a bus crash when they were doing like a, a, a game, a travel game or whatever. And like, it was this huge thing. Like the driver of the other truck obviously is going to jail now and everything, but like, they were like I think 29 people on the bus, 16 of them died on impact. And the other three, he's one of 13 who actually survived this. So, I mean, it's kind of a big get for them to get somebody like him on the show. Cause this is something that's still very topical. And not many people had heard about the Humboldt Broncos hockey team until this happened, but like, you can't really go anywhere in Canada now without seeing people who have like jerseys or whatever, just sort of support the team. So, uh, I, kind of figured they'd give him a little bit of his backstory here. Uh, the challenge of this episode, we'll just kind of cover it all at once. We get, uh, the detour, which is the spa. And then we have to memorize the indigenous languages. I'm with you on this. I don't really feel like either of these challenges sticked out much. I kind of thought like the spa one would be a little bit more fun because they have to go from the cold to the hot and all that. But, uh, and that's something I, I, I used to do. We used to have like a trampoline in a pool when I was a kid. And what we do in the summer is we'd like douse the trampoline with like freezing cold water. And our mom liked to keep our swimming pool like 90 degrees. So we would basically be in a 90 degree pool, which is essentially a hot tub, and then jump on the trampoline, which is uh, 30 degrees, I guess, technically Celsius. It, the thermostat's uh, read differently, but uh, it's something I would want to try. But otherwise, these challenges don't really bring much here. Uh, and then they have the, um, the the one where they have to bungee jump. And uh, this is where they have to take the camera and freeze frame. This seemed way too easy for all the teams, but one, except I did like that the message was, will you marry me? Which uh, that would have been a good opening line for one of us. <laughs> the other one could have turned them down. Uh, this is where uh, one of the guys is basically saying he peed at the end. Uh, but uh, we also get the the awkward thing where I think it's cat who when she uh goes up and she gives the thing and then she's running away and she says to Tyler Tyler afterwards like i thought you sent that message she's like oh <laughs> like how awkward is this <laughs> she's clearly expecting an engagement now and she just announced it on tv i kind of love that uh but is is the the Canada's drag race team uh Justin and uh, Jermaine is it yeah uh where Justin is flow this is the closest we've gotten to flow in any season of the amazing race Field feel ever uh, even just the way when he's he's up there trying to do the bungee jump and he was like, no like it's like <laughs> everything is so dramatic. Like I'm gonna be very much all over the place on my feelings of Justin Germain throughout these episodes because I kind of feel like they're bringing the most entertainment. But like as somebody who wants somebody to succeed, like I so desperately want them to go home and it just doesn't seem to be happening. Um, yeah, that that's basically a way that we get introduced to uh equestrian uh stop here so we get to see bat horse briefly uh and uh ben and anwar uh get the express pass and uh we get a whole bunch of quitting from justin and germain uh so they think a double penalty which i don't know if it's ever happened even Flo hasn't done that uh and um they search a bunch of golf balls i mean it ends up as a non-elimination which i was kind of disappointed with i'm i'm usually not that down on non-eliminations but i just feel like especially when you got a team who so easily takes a double penalty. I'm not going to blame Jermaine so much. He, he just seems like if Zach wasn't so calm and really wanted that million dollars, this would have been Zach to him. Like you want to quit? Fine. Let's go home. Whatever. Uh, it's just disappointing when they took a double penalty. And especially when the start of the next episode, it doesn't quite, but I don't know thoughts on the first episode or the third episode, I guess.
2: Yeah. I think this was the weakest kind of, of, of three, four and five. Um, I'm with you. I feel like everything in theory was was good, and then in practice, it wasn't so much. I hated with the, with the spa challenge how they could just, I suppose, guess what the word was, basically. It would have been nice if they had to retrieve these things from the bottom of the pool, which is initially what I thought they were going to have to do. Um, and then the woods one. I feel like the woods one was probably the more entertaining of the two, because there were some good moments in terms of... Um, Shayla and Joel with like their singing to memorize and oh, then yeah. Ben and Anwar with like their like acronyms for everything I thought was really smart. Um, but yeah, this this episode and just uh, <laughs> the back to back penalties was just, it killed me. The bungee jumping I could get. Like, like like I I suppose we've seen kind of similar things before where if people are like terrified of heights, like it's not gonna happen. Yeah. Um, but then the attention to detailed tasks, I was like, just stay there for longer. Like it was just bad. Bad, 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 like bad back to back to back. Um, I mean, the best thing about this was kind of, yeah, the emergence of the rivalries. The will you marry me was was fun um but like you said too easy like i'm like well the majority of them spotted it without the phone so it was another mm-hmm. another one of their samsung promotions one of their better ones i will say but still another one that was kind of pointless but um yeah it was an interesting episode but i feel like there wasn't too much happening
1: so so here's what's interesting well first would you buy this one rented or been it well we'll officially keep a tally throughout this
2: i think it's probably still a rent because there was enough drama to keep it interesting um, and I like I appreciate the the back and forth between uh Jermaine and Justin. Like it's fun, and I feel like with Jermaine, like the, the frustration, like it would be so annoying. Like, yeah. like every time, and the fact that it was his partner twice in the episode
1: <laughs> with ease just, too. There wasn't it's yes, not even like yeah. Flow broke down. Flow clearly was unstable. Justin's just sort of like, oh, you know what? I don't think I can do this. I, I give up. <laughs>
2: And then like, I, I mean, we don't, I suppose we don't really know how long they're at that attention to detail challenge, but it wasn't like they were even based on what we saw talking through anything like, okay, let's go th- step by step, check each place, like, make sure like this was just the fork that was wrong. All that needed to happen was a conversation of like, okay, like the smaller fork you needs to be on the outside or the inside or yeah. whatever it was, like, it wasn't something huge that it was a fairly obvious thing to check over. Like it wasn't some of these attention to details challenges, you'll get something that's really kind of obscure and like, they would never like figure it out. Like the handle on the candle for one of the teams was like facing the wrong way. Like that Mm -hmm. to me is like, that's something you could miss over and over. But this was kind of like a bigger error that you'd think they'd be able to pick up on if they were just in the headspace to talk through it, which evidently they weren't.
1: Yeah. the, the, The part where they have to tie it around the chair, like I thought, especially since multiple teams got tripped up on that and they really made a point to, Zoom in and showcase that, saying, "Oh, this is going to be that thing that everybody's going to miss." And like teams did miss it, but the most of them sort of like, "Oh, I forgot to tie one of them there." You know, (laughs) it would it would have been nice to have more of that. The weird thing is, though, is as much as I had frustrations with this episode, the challenges weren't the best. I feel like the Justin Germain thing, it 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 got me invested. Like it, it, even if it's invested, it's in like these guys got to go home. They got to go home. They're entertaining, but they got to go home. Where I'm like, I probably would still buy this episode, which there's going to be one of these that I'm not going to be nearly as kind to. But uh, this one, I would still buy it, although there was definitely frustrating things about it. Um, <clears throat> the next one, we get uh, the, uh, I guess, the detour here. Or I, no, I don't think this was a detour. I think it was just a straight challenge where they had to find like these animal sculptures and the driftwood. Uh, which it kind of looked cool. But again, like I wanted the only mistake we really saw from this was the one team that deleted the picture. Oh, this is the same one. Let me delete that. And then that came back later, which, uh, I did like their little plug. They're like, you know, no matter what, if you have product placement show, which this season really had, you're right. This season's been probably some of the best product placement I've ever seen on the amazing race where it's incorporated. Well, uh, the second they said, good thing. We're Samsung users. We knew how to do this. (laughs) That's making error. Um, if you really want to get good airtime in the amazing race, find out who the sponsors are and then just plug them non-stop <laughs> throughout the season. Um, do you know how do you have a Samsung phone? What would I should be asking this. We should have asked this before we started because I could have hung up the call if you answered the wrong one.
2: I do not. I do not have a Samsung, Samsung have? phone. I'm an I'm an iPhone user.
1: Oh, I should have hung up. <laughs> uh, I I've used all different phones. I don't even have Samsung, but I had an Android phone. To be honest, I'm at the point now where I'm not even invested anymore. Like, who cares? A phone's a phone. But uh um, yeah, no, uh uh okay. Good for you. iPhone. Uh, <laughs> let's leave it at that. I don't want you to hang up on me. Uh, but the, the second part of this is the the other product placement, the haunted mansion challenge here. Uh, where uh we did this, I think, with the Lion King a couple of seasons ago. I don't know if you watched that season on Amazon's uh, Canada. They did the the first episode. It was like the Lion King was just about to come out, the live action one, and they basically brought them into a studio and they had to record. It sounded like they had to record all the dialogue for it, but instead they showed them the trailer once, and then they had like one line. They're like, okay, when this one line comes out, we have to do it. And that was just like, okay, great, you got some product list in there. You're gonna get a couple of people to see the Lion King, but with this, it's a little bit more clever because this is sort of like. You got to spot the difference. So it was well incorporated again, not like there was a lot of struggling with it, but, uh, I, I appreciated that we at least had a proper challenge out of this, but what's really fun about this is this castle. So this castle, Hatley castle, we've got a couple of fun things to say about this. So this is actually a very famous castle in, uh, BC, um, it was a location that's been used in pretty much all the X-Men and Deadpool movies. This is like professor X's mansion. They use it on the TV show arrow. It's like Oliver Queens mansion on Smallville. This was Lex Luthor's mansion. Um, on the, have you ever seen the TV show unreal? It's like a parody of, I wouldn't say parody, but it's like a dramatized fictional version of like the bachelor, like behind the scenes. I've heard of it. Yeah. Amazing. show. I know Rossi and Ben are both big fans of that, but that's like the mansion from that show. But, uh, uh, yeah, a lot of things film here. So it's exciting, but, uh, um, there there is somebody who is on the Oz network who was scheduled to get married in this castle, and I was gonna be part of the wedding party, and I was very excited that I was gonna be there in Professor X, Patrick Stewart, and you know, this smallville cast footsteps and uh uh well something didn't happen with that uh castle and maybe it shouldn't have happened in a small location anyways but uh some <laughs> somebody involved in this show uh actually paid a very big deposit to book that castle for a wedding so uh i'm sure he's not listening i'm sure he's in no way bitter but uh yeah i mean this is a, a big location i think even just regular people who not even canadians who people just sort of know oh yeah that same location from like x-men in smallville is all the same um we have uh the uh, speed bump that uh, Justin and Jermaine have to do where they have to eat vanilla ice cream while holding a tarantula. Now, I thought there was promise for this, uh, especially knowing that, like, Justin just gave up on two challenges. Uh, why didn't they give them a massive bowl? Like, do, Which one was that? Well, there was an Amazing Race season. It might have been an Australian season. I had to eat an ostrich egg. Do you remember that?
2: Yeah, I think, yeah, an emu egg on Amazing Race Australia probably. Yeah.
1: And then there was another one on the U.S. version where they had to eat some other type of like mm. huge portion of, uh, I think it was like a massive portion of beef. And it was like a four hour challenge and a couple of people, that was a Robin Amber season. Cause he convinced everybody to take a penalty. Uh, so yeah, whenever you have these eating challenges, like, I want to see these people ready to throw up. And this is filmed in real time. They hold a tarantula. Like, okay, okay, okay. All right. Now eat your ice cream. And it's like two spoonfuls for both of them. Like done. And I get that. Like Justin even says, I was cramming in my face. but I'm like, that's not cramming your face. That's the way I eat everything. I mean, <laughs> uh, this is not enough of a challenge for. Although I appreciate that for once a speed bump isn't, you know, can you, I don't know, hang this flag or something like that? Like they give yeah. them something. They might especially sit on the
2: seat for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, a good, good idea, but it didn't quite work out. Um, uh, the 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 next part was I think the worst challenge of this episode, which is where they have to do the the tent setup. Which I like the drill instructors in this, because they're like very hardcore. You're going to set this tent up, Megan. <laughs> uh, but again, it, it brought nothing entertaining to it. Uh, then we have uh, another, of course, the face off as well, um, or is the paddle board in the face off?
2: No, this this was the face off.
1: The tent is the face. This is the problem. Now I'm a big defender of the face off when done right. Uh, I know you're not as high on it, but I've got no defense for a tent setup face off. Um, this is just terrible. Uh, I, the the paddle board challenge—I feel like that could have been make it into a race, and then you know add some drama to it. But like you're setting up tents, like this isn't even interesting as its own challenge. Uh, uh, I'll quickly add one other thing here on the paddle boarding, which I guess more of a question: Have you ever uh, done paddle boarding before?
2: I have, yes. Yep.
1: Is it easy? Because it seemed very easy for all the teams.
2: It's not easy. I could I suppose I could sympathize with them when the current is going against you. Like it's not easy. But I feel like majority of these people were on their knees as well. Like they weren't like paddleboarding standing up, which like that's obviously more difficult than just on your knees paddling.
1: Um, at the end of this episode, we uh sadly also don't have Justin Germain going home. So we had a non-elimination leg, and now we have what Devin and Amanda? I barely knew you. Um, uh, Shayla and Joel. Shayla and Joel. There we go. Uh, I I actually no I not wrote in Devin my, and
2: Amanda. They're great. <laughs> I wrote
1: I wrote in my notes. Yeah, it's not Devin and Amanda. It's Shayla and Joel. Thankfully, okay. So, um, yeah. So Shayla and Joel go home. I still I like it's weird because I would have rather, for the sake of the race, it been Justin Germaine. But like they bring so much entertainment uh Devin and Amanda you know I'm glad it wasn't them Shayla and Joel nothing against them but they're probably a little bit more on the blander side for the cast here uh I don't know thoughts on the episode in general and uh bid farewell to Shayla and Joel rest in peace
2: yeah I thought it was a good one again it's just um I think the product placement was great like that the actress introducing kind of the trailer to the contestants was like so good and sarcastic and like on point and just like leaning into the camp side of things which was great Uh, And I thought here was, again, like a fun challenge where we saw like some good strategy in terms of like checking the items before going into the house. Um, But then I'm with you on like the speed bump. And what annoyed me too was the staggered start. Like they've got a six-hour penalty on a non-elimination leg and then they start 15 minutes behind the team directly ahead of them. I'm like, I get that you don't want a team that's so far behind that it's kind of like, what's the point? But also I'm like at least start them, like, longer than that. They should have at least been an hour behind the nearest team, considering, like, they had, like, a six-hour penalty. It just... That frustrated me. Um, But then everything else in this leg I thought was good. I hate the face-off in general. I'm glad that at least it was at a reasonable point in the leg and not right at the end, like, what's the point? Um, But again, I think we had maybe, like, one team change order here because this was just a stupid challenge for a face-off. It obviously the team who has done this challenge before knows how to set up the tent. So nine times out of 10, they're going to win on the next round. Like it yeah. just, like there was a huge learning curve to this and it just really advantaged the team who had just done it before. So that's what frustrated me. There were some good moments with the drill sergeant and I liked the fact that anytime they asked the soldiers questions, they wouldn't do it. Like, can you do this? And they're like, like no, you need to tell them to do it, which I thought was like a good kind of nice twist to the challenge. Um and then the paddle boarding I was here for, just because it seemed to actually be like a physical difficult challenge. I liked the, the strategy of like Gracie and Lily changing kind of routes halfway through, like this one's closer. And it was good that I feel like this season we've got a lot of these, like here's this challenge. It's not a roadblock, but only really one of you can do it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why that's happening, but at least with this, the person on kind of the boardwalk could uh, spot the locations from where they were standing. So it felt like they were involved at least a bit. Um and again, too, here we got like that fun rivalry back between Derek and Jasper and, and Gracie and Lily. Like it was good to see them both kind of at the location at the same time.
1: Um, before I get into my paddleboarding, not, not quite paddleboarding story, uh, would you buy this one rented or Bennett? it? I
2: think this to me is another rant. Um, I didn't mention my love for Devin and Amanda in this episode with taking the, taking the, taking the photo of the quote unquote Sasquatch which I think was probably just a human maybe being like a don't walk here sign uh, um was just great and I love them so much because they're bad at this race but they're so (laughs) like lovable I'm like just I want them to do so well like they're always near the back of the pack generally but then they have these like moments of like clarity where like like Amanda like beast moded this paddle boarding challenge. She was just so like on top of it and out of there. As And it's so surprising. Because then the next challenge they show up and there's like there's no idea. They've read the clue wrong. They're getting frustrated. They can't memorize anything. They're just such a fun, like lovable team.
1: See, I'm going as far as to say I'm gonna bin this episode, but I'm not even that much more down on it than the previous one. It's just the previous one I feel like had all that drama with Justin and Jermaine, whereas this one it didn't really seem like a race at the end. Like there was, there was no, it was basically like, okay, if Justin and Jermaine aren't going home, who's the poor sucker who has to go home, you know? Uh, And then just the flop of the face off is just almost unforgivable. Uh, So it's, it's weird that in this, in this season, I'm finding like, I don't really see that there's a lot of episodes that stand out so much above the others. And there's not a lot that are so much worse. So I'm like, I'm trying to just find like, okay, which one is like the thing that's annoying me more than the rest. Um, now to my, my not paddleboard story. So I've never paddleboarded, uh, but, uh, uh, I have kayaked, I've canoed. And then we've had, I, you probably have seen these like pedal boats. It's like a little boat you sit in with the pedals. So one time when we were teenagers, my brother and I, and our friend, uh, we got one of these things. And, uh, our friend, he was basically like, he wasn't in a cast, but he had messed up his leg bad enough that like he was on crutches. And, He's basically in the back, but he paid for this. He's like, hey, it would be really cool if we went on a pedal boat. We're like, really? This is what we're going to do with our afternoon on summer vacation? So we went on our pedal boat. And first of all, we knew from the beginning, there's something wrong with ours. Like, it's barely moving. Like, no matter how much we go, it it barely moves. And we're like, okay, let's go around the square. So we go around a corner we see, we're like, oh, cool. It's kind of a waterfall there. Now, it is not dramatic. Like, this isn't like Indiana Jones where you're dropping 100 feet. But it's like, it's a waterfall. And if you got washed over this, you'd probably get turned over and bump your head it would definitely mess up my friend's leg or his other leg something like that so we're like oh that's kind of cool and then we're like wait we're moving towards it and we start trying to pedal because our boat didn't work we're we're, we're not making any ground up so th- this isn't me bragging. this is legitimately how it went my brother is like let's jump guys let's just jump I mean well we're very slowly moving towards this thing that's it's like it's not going to kill us but it's like it would definitely hurt it, it scared us. Come on, guys, we just got to jump. And my friend in the back is saying, uh, I put $20 pause down this thing. The boat goes down, I'm going down with it. And he's not cracking jokes. He's actually like panicking. But the only thing is, he's coming is when the boat's going down, I'm going down with it. Hold on, guys. We see this like this tiny rope that's like stretch across. They're basically just like, don't go further than this danger. So I'm grabbing hold of this thing and I'm trying to pull us because like there's a pretty strong current. And I'm like using, like my hands are getting scraped up on this road. And I, I'm like, I got us to the shore and I'm like, okay, now can we get on the boat? And I was like, we can't get out. And again, my brother's like, let's just jump, let's just jump. And my friend's like, I'm almost going down, I'm going down with it. So I started grabbing all the weeds that are growing out of like the marsh here. And my hands are all sliced up by the time I've got us, by pulling the weeds far enough away that we're away from the current. And I'm like, we almost died there, guys. We probably wouldn't have died, we would have gotten hurt. So we're like, let's paddle back. Nobody say, it, and we don't want to talk about this anymore. We don't want to even think about this. And we're paddling back, and I'm like, again, I'm like, why is this so hard? And I turn over I look, and look at my brother and my friend, both have their feet up, hands behind their heads. And I'm like, ah, it's relaxing. Thanks, guys. I just saved our lives. You guys are relaxing there. Um. So if we ever go on a pedal board or pedal paddle board or pedal boat, um. I'm going down with it. i pop my money down. That's the lesson. fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so last episode here. Uh. Now this is a very much back and forth between Usulat BC and Tofino. Now I know what Tofino is, but I have no idea where Uselette is. Apparently they're close. Uh. This is officially where it's just become the Fraser's BC. This is like three legs in a row. Uh. The coolest thing here is we get the rivalries turning into alliances, which. It doesn't work out for one of the teams here, but like in all fairness, it's not really because of their alliance that that happens. Uh, it's still a smart move. I got dessert here. Wow. What is this? This is like a chocolate cupcake with nuts on it. Jared? Can you, you eat that, that
2: without a tarantula on your other hand?
1: Uh, well, Jamie, do we got a tarantula? <laughs> we have a challenge to complete here. <laughs> and where's Jared's? We sent him Cheerios. He deserves cupcakes too, right? I don't think we are the last. They're not going to last. Sorry, Jared. <laughs> um, the
2: thought was there, at least. It was
1: thought that counts, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so, uh, yeah, this rivalry thing is cool. Now, now this is, to be one of the most unintentionally hilarious things in this episode that probably not a lot of people completely pick up on, which is one of these meaningless challenges where you got to do the tarot card reading so they can give you your next clue. Now, typically, this is a thing that's like, oh, you will have good fortune on the race. Here's your clue. This lady is like, really take it seriously. Hmm. Now, this is interesting, guys. I see some conflict coming up in the next 24 hours. And legitimately, every single team is like, okay, all right, okay, good to know. Thanks. <laughs> they're, just like, they're almost like, give me the clue, give me the clue. But like the way, even the way this is edited, it's not like a thing where it's like, oh, we're gonna cut to this one and the show a montage all the teams. It's it's literally like they're editing this. Like, we had to cut six hours <laughs> every reading <laughs> in order to fit this on the air here. Um, I can't imagine how uh, polite these Canadians have to be. Uh, I've also found this frustrating. They, they immediately go to, we're going to stagger your transport. Oh, we're on the first uh, transport. I don't know if it was a bus or something like that. Uh, and then they all get there at staggered times to immediately see your next challenge will start at 7 a.m. Like, why have the staggered transportation? And you're immediately going to say, well, we're going to even you out even more. Um, we have, uh, crushed ice delivery and then diving to read the ingredients of guru organic energy drinks. Now this is probably the worst they incorporated product placement to a challenge. Although the challenge would be cool. It's just, you could come up with no better idea to incorporate guru energy drinks than to dive down to read. There's, I don't know, you, you, eucalyptus in this (laughs) echinacea, um, that's probably the weakest part. I, I still don't quite understand this whole Taco Fino thing. I guess this is like a taco yeah. restaurant, Tofino. It sounds cool, though. I kind of want to eat Taco Fino. Uh, and then they introduce the 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 pass. Now, um, has this been on any other Amazing Races? The pass.
2: I have not seen this before.
1: Okay, it's it's kind of just a, a spin on the U-turn, which I feel like it's it's maybe time to put a spin on the U-turn because it's just gotten too easy for whoever gets U-turn to immediately be eliminated. I think in an ideal world, if you're going to do the U-turn, U-turn should be done very beginning of the episode so that there's more than enough time to make it up. It's kind of like the face-off, right? Like, don't do the face-off right at the finish line. Uh, But I I like the idea of this pass. It doesn't bring... There's probably ways you could jazz it up a little bit, though, because you have these people who are just sitting on a clock waiting. It's basically, we're going to give you a penalty. Um, But the idea of it, I think, is something they could at least work with. Uh, We have... um, the uh, I guess two teams get uh passed or u turn not quite u-turned here. So what is it? Ty and cat passed Derek and Jaspel or ja- Derek and Jaspel passed tie and cat. That's what it was. Uh, and then the next one was Ben and Anwar, where they use the pass on Lily and Grace. Now, this whole alliance between Derek, Jaspel, Grace, and Lily, again, great. The second that they did that pass. I'm thinking this was the smart idea because I'm thinking Grace and Lily, if you hadn't made that alliance, if you'd said, no, we'd rather not work with you, guaranteed you repast it ended up happening to them anyways. But for argument's sake, the alliance wasn't their downfall here. Uh, this sandcastle challenge. Guess what? <laughs> Somebody wants to give up on this. Guess who it's going to be? Is it Ty? Is it Tyler? Is it Kayleen? Is it Cat? Kat? No, it's going to be uh the 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 Justin from the the Canada's Drag Race. Uh, I mean, did was he the one who gave up on this? Oh, sh-
2: no, didn't Derek and Jasper like left and then they, they tried came back? to switch
1: it. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Um, but oh no, it was was it the paddleboard challenge? No, it was the diving one. The I knew diving, one the
2: yeah. diving, they had to switch out. That's another, was... <laughs> another solo challenge that wasn't a roadblock for whatever reason. <laughs>
1: and that, now that was, to me, the line of the season is I'm really looking forward to returning when they do the Amazing Race solo edition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great line from Jermaine. Uh, but uh, I mean, to me, this is like the challenging challenge I wanted to see all this season, the, the sandcastle thing, searching for everything. And then, no, it, I think it was Justin and Jermaine, they came in and they actually killed this one because they're like, Oh, if uh, a sandcastle is dry, it means nobody's turned it over yet. So let's we'll start with those. And it's like literally the first one they get to. Uh, but yeah, I think it's um, uh, Derek and Jaspel or um, uh, one of the other teams where they came in. And they said, we're going to switch. And they're like, okay, let's go switch. And they got in the car. They're like, I don't feel like switching anymore. Let's go back. And then they it's, it's not even a thing of it. And they literally walk in there. Okay, we're going to do this again. Hey, there it is. <laughs> that was kind of fun. Um, and then we get the tree dancing um which uh looks really cool again not quite you know I think as exciting as it could have been a challenge um uh, I I think this idea of um what do they call that thing where you get to get it? the assist um the assist kind of took away a lot of the drama you would have with this now having said that I don't blame these teams at all and I like how the assist does help the teams especially in the, in the case of Ty or Tyler, <laughs> whichever one was having a lot of trouble because he had a prosthetic leg and they decided let's have you dancing from trees Um, him having the assists like this was tailor made for him, okay now you only got to do half of them and uh, I think it was the same, was it uh, Gracie and Lily did they use their assist as well? They were the second yeah. ones yeah, Uh, so um, I like that you can use this where it's like okay you're not going to be able to skip a task this isn't the express pass, this is something that everybody gets but you have to pick and choose and we've obviously had teams go home who didn't even bother to use these One of the things I like is that, especially if you do have like, let's say a detour at the end of the race, you're splitting the teams up. That's where I think an assist could really create a little bit of, you know, entertainment in the show because teams would be wondering, okay, do we want to use this? We might be in last place. We might not. And then they're worried whether they're going to use it or not. Um, But uh, so I, this could be an Olympic sport, right? Like we had like ski ballet. So why can't we have tree dancing? Um, if the summer games go to Vancouver, it's a possibility. Uh, I uh I thought this was great, especially for um uh the who were who was the guy who said he was he was a dancer and then he like failed miserably (laughs) first attempt. Uh,
2: one of what was who was it? Uh, Was it Anwar? I think,
1: yeah, Ben or Anwar, yeah. Uh, and then of course, the guy with the prosthetic leg, as soon as he says you only have to do half of them, he just nails each of them. Uh, still, this was—it was something so different. It's something that, like, I didn't even know this existed. But like, this is cool. Uh, I've definitely been to uh parts in in BC where they have like these massive trees that are like hundreds of feet tall. So I mean, I've seen this visual before, which looks great on its own. You have people dangling and hanging from it. They said it's less dancing; it's more acrobatics. It's great. Um, the obviously even with the assist, it's not enough. So Gracie and Lily—they end up going home now. Gracie and Lily, um. I've kind of had mixed feelings on them on the season throughout the season. Like they're definitely one of the more entertaining teams. They're one of the more competitive teams. And I always like competitive teams. And that's why I like about this season where you have multiple teams who are just really pushing hard to win and they don't care. It's like, we're not here to make friends, but we'll still kind of joke around about it. Uh, But they were like quote machines. Like there was um, the one, one season, the amazing race us. And I can't even remember. I think there were flight attendants. On a um not the last season, but maybe the one before that. And it was the same thing. It was like every word out of their mouth is just like that's gonna really be the quote of the episode. Uh I-, I loved when they were talking about the crow, uh, and they were basically saying they kind of laughs like a, ah, and they start laughing like the crow. Uh, that was great. So I mean I'm sad to see them go because I think they were brought a lot of entertainment, but I'm also sad to see them go because they seem like real front runners. Like uh, let me look at the results here. Uh, so they had first place in uh the third leg they had second place in the fourth leg they had second place in the first leg they had fourth place so they were never outside of the top half and they only twice were outside of the top two which is crazy so it's disappointing the team this good goes home while a team like justin germain still there but at the same time i'm like justin germain are making this more entertaining sometimes it's great to have that team that doesn't deserve to be there be there so that you get more into it. But uh, uh party thoughts on Gracie and Lily and uh, the episode as a whole?
2: I'm so upset to see Gracie and Lily go home. I think that's what you said. It's the quote machines. They're fun to watch, but also super competitive. And this, I was feeling kind of going into this episode. I'm like, I'm like, they could potentially win the whole thing. Like very easily win the whole thing. And then for this to happen, it's just more than anything, it's frustrating. I feel like this episode... Had good challenges, but the the pass ruined it for me. Um, I don't like it as a twist. I think in some circumstances it could work. I would have rather just a U-turn here. And I think it probably could have potentially suited uh, Gracie and Lily better. Mm -hmm. Because we know that Jermaine and Justin were at that challenge for like hours. (laughs) Like, So who knows how long Gracie and Lily were sitting at this taco lot waiting for the team behind them to shop and I think that's the issue I had with the past like it works fine if everybody's kind of a reasonable distance apart like sure that like great like maybe you have to wait 10-15 minutes for the next team. but when you're sitting somewhere for an hour doing nothing and then all the teams ahead of you are getting further ahead of you like that's to me like that's frustrating and that's not like the best use of a twist Um, but everything else challenge wise I think this episode was great like the diving challenge was great I agree with you the uh, product placement could have been better um maybe they should have been searching for the actual ingredients and what they look like rather than, than pulling flags up from the bottom of the ocean um but this was a guru heavy episode i was worried i was like how much energy drinks should these people be having like are we crossing over into this like heart, heart attack territory here like because they definitely had one at the start of the episode then they had them again because this was i think it was the episode with the bonfire too because the uh psychic was closed so they had their bonfire <laughs> chat together <Yeah. laughs> um but the psychic as well, I agree with you. Like these segments must have been so long and it just made me laugh how obvious, like when Jermaine and Justin walk in and she's flipping over the cards, she's like, I can both tell that you're uh, big characters, colourful characters or something like that. I'm like, well, like, obviously you didn't need the tarot deck to work that out for you. Uh, and then was it Gracie and Lily? No, Gracie and Lily was like the the dating one, which I think was great. And then I think Tyler and... And Kayleen had the, like, death was flipped for them. <laughs> and they're like, oh, like, we we hope not. I could oh, just but mean change, like, this, you that, whatever. Know that else. I've
1: been in a, a life-altering accident, right? <laughs> like, I'm not the guy to be telling this to. <laughs> but
2: then, yeah, yeah, I feel like everything after that was good. Like, sure, like, the kelp uh, <laughs> the kelp cutting was not the most interesting oh. challenge to watch. But it was fun. The teams not knowing, kind of, how much 20 kilograms was. I was kind of upset that no one came back with, like, way less than was under. Um but the sandcastle was great. I love kind of that needle in the haystack challenge. And I think this season they've kind of done done that well where they've got the difficulty level right with things like the like the golf ball, searching for like the golf ball with the name as well. Like I think it's the right amount of searching where it doesn't get to the point where it's frustrating as a viewer, but it is genuinely hard for these teams to find like the actual what they're looking for. Is Ben um, calling
1: you? Is, is he looking for you? Yeah, that's somebody why, to that's why it I mean tonight?
2: that's why I'm ignoring it. <laughs> Uh, but then the oh, the roadblock what a missed opportunity like it probably wouldn't have worked but stick both of them up there could you imagine if this was yeah. a partner challenge where they had to, to make like it wouldn't have worked because there's no way but jermaine and justin in particular up that tree together trying to figure it out would have been absolutely amazing tv um the assist i think i'm on board with i still don't understand exactly how it works. I'm assuming you can only use it once throughout the race, but they guess, never like, have like, explained Survivor's that. shot
1: in the dark, right? Yeah. And, and like the shot in the dark, until you actually see them use it, you're like, okay, so that's how it's going to work.
2: Hmm. So I think I'm on board with it, given that it's only well, based on what they haven't told us, but I'm assuming yeah, you can only use it once throughout the race, because otherwise surely everybody will be using it every time it comes up. Yeah. Um, so I think it's good and I think they've got kind of the difficulty levels right for the most part for the assist I think cutting like the amount in half for the tree challenge was probably like the right amount to to give them the right amount of help um but yeah this just this ending was so, it was so frustrating for me and like we we knew like as soon as they leave like the roadblock that mm. this was going to happen but I was hoping against hope I'm like please get lost because I do I like I love same with you I love Jermaine and Justin in terms of like the drama and the character moment they bring but in terms of like a competitive team i feel like they're like surely they're running on limited time i'm like unless this is like the beekman boys and somehow like they pull it out after being at the back of the pack of the entire race but i'm like surely like this and i'm getting sick of like the line was funny originally about it's not over till the fat lady sings and i'm not singing yet but now like <laughs> every episode without fail like the same line comes out because they're always towards the back of the pack i'm like okay like it's time for the fat lady to start singing already this, <laughs> you guys need to go home. <laughs>
1: uh let me look at where they've been in comparison to Gracie and Lily. So um they first leg were in fourth place, not bad. second one they were in sixth, then eighth, then fifth, then sixth. So I mean their best finish was in episode one and it's been all downhill since then um yeah this this was a really tough one even when we get to our predictions is gonna be a kind of a tough one but uh, uh i don't know I, i'll go first on this one uh <clears throat> i'm just gonna complete my set here uh i bought episode three i binned episode four i'm renting episode five uh this one's probably the one that is the most memorable of the three but uh, i think it's just that perfect balance of you know oh it's definitely good but like yeah the, a lot of things in this episode just didn't work at all um and I think the ideas are there, like, like we were both sort of saying like the assist, it can work, doesn't quite work yet. And then the pass, I think can work. And it, it almost feels like we want to create something that could potentially replace a detour because detours give you too much of a disadvantage and express passes give you too much of an advantage. So why don't we replace that with a pass and an assist? But it's like, but it's not quite good enough television yet. I think that's part of the problem, but I mean, I'll rent it. What about you?
2: This is a high rent to me. It's really close to a buy because I feel like it had a good mix of everything, and I think there was good variation in the challenges. I think just for me, kind of the pass ruins the episode. It kind of took took the wind out of the sails a bit, um, but it had everything else. Like the challenges are all different to each other. Like you mentioned, the strategy at the start, even though it didn't pay off, but this like Derek and Jasper and like Gracie and Lily Alliance, like it made sense, like being like, Look, three of the teams left have an express pass. We really kind of need to work to at the front of the pack because there's every chance we're racing well and then we just get passed at a challenge by a team that doesn't have to do it. Um, I feel like, yeah, it was a good, amazing race episode strategy, fun challenges, um, bits of drama with, like, the swap out between Jermaine and Justin again uh, and Derek and Justin leaving the detour and then coming straight back. I thought that was fun. But, yeah, so a very high rent, but just not quite a buy.
1: We agree, uh, finally. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So I'm going to get to something here um, in a second, and it's related to kelp. Uh, Because kaylee that's where Kayleen shined in this episode. She was very familiar Mm -hmm. with kelp. Uh, That's how we can tell
2: her apart. She's got the kelp (laughs) tattoo.
1: She's the kelp tattooed one. Of all things to get tattooed, kelp. uh, That's got to be one of the oddest tattoos ever, but uh, good for her. Um, We'll uh, quickly just look at our predictions and see where we're stacking up. Now, uh, based on episode one, where uh gail and giselle went home I, I again i haven't listened to the episode did you have any quick thoughts on gail and giselle were you a fan of them what you saw
2: <laughs> i felt bad for and i'm not gonna remember which one of the two was but that was they were a bit similar to uh jermaine and justin where one person was uh, <laughs> was was uh, letting the team down throughout
1: yeah. uh this is one where i was because i wasn't even that far off i predicted they'd get seventh overall and I'm so much further than uh, you and Rossi were, you predicted they get ninth and Rossi wins because he predicted accurately they would be dead last. Uh, so Rossi's at one point there. Uh, episode two was uh, well, where you predicted Allie and Eddie would be out in eighth place. So you were only one off there. Rossi predicted Ali and Eddie would be third place. So... <laughs> He's uh way off but I predicted it dead on that uh Ali and Eddie would be ninth place so I got a point. So Jared you're losing based on the first two episodes. Let's see if you can pick this up a little this bit. This is
2: it's frustrating me to know end because on both of them <laughs> off by one.
1: And yeah, like one had close? to get it spot on. <laughs> <laughs> uh well let's see Shayla and Joel next to go so Shayla and Joel end up in eighth place. I predicted Shayla and Joel would be 6 so I'm only 2 off. Uh Rossi predicted Shayla and Joel would be 7 so he's only one off you predicted Shayla and Joel would be first place. <laughs> Jared, you're supposed I, to be the one that we look I, up to.
2: This was as, as soon as we finished the first episode. I'm like, that was a bad pick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is your territory. You're the one who always succeeds at these. Yeah. Uh, not great. No. So, I mean, uh you're on zero points still. And uh, I guess Rossi gets that one. Uh, where did he have them seventh? Yeah. So Rossi's up two. I'm at one. You're at zero. Uh, and then we get Gracie and Lily. Now nobody's going to be that close on their predictions here. Uh, Rossi predicted Gracie and Lily would be eight. Oh, Rossi predicted them in eighth (laughs) place. Cause you know what? That's funny because when I finished the previous episode, uh, so not this last one here, episode five, episode four, I was looking at Rossi's predictions and I'm like, he had Ali and Eddie in third. He has, Ben and Anwar in ninth and Gracie and Lily in eighth. There's no way Rossi's winning this. And then Gracie and Lily go home. So I just need to stop assuming Rossi's wrong here because uh, he got them in eighth place. So that puts him only one off. I had them at third place. You had them at sixth. So Rossi beats you by one again. Three, oh, one, and zero. Isn't
2: that splitting the point? Ah. He put him in eighth, <laughs> I put him in sixth, both one off.
1: <laughs> oh, hold on uh you're right okay so there you go you're on the board, you on the board. <laughs> you're on the board rossi's way more on the board but you're on the board uh in order for jared to get a point next week gracie and lily have to go home again uh, mm-hmm. so, <laughs>
2: fingers crossed
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have you're telling me there's a chance um i have to have Shayla and Joel go home and rossi has to have jermaine and justin go home oh if it finally happens rossi wins the point uh our top fives Rossi's are Ty and cat at five, Devin and Amanda at four, Ali and Eddie at three, Derek and Jasper at two and Tyler and Kayleen at one. So I was laughing at Rossi, what two episodes ago. And now Rossi's in good spot. Um, I have Ben and Anwar at five, Derek and Jasper at four, Gracie and Lily at three, Tyler and Kayleen at two and Ty and cat one. So I got four on my five left. You had Shayla and Joel at one, Derek and Jasper at two, Tyler and Kayleen at three, Ty and cat four, Ben and Anwar at five. So we've all got four out of five. So we all just had one bad pick and that was it. Uh, Anyways, on to my kelp story. So I thought this would be a bigger thing than it was. I thought that I had like this, Casper had like all these school assignments they send at home with him at the end of the year. Uh, and I remember he had something about kelp. Let me dig that up. And I thought that he like studied something about kelp. But uh, basically it's a, a book here. Uh, now I'll, I'll say in advance, if, if people don't already know, um, Casper is a full-fledged genius. Um, he is on the spectrum. So some things with his communication are very off. Um, in his head, He could probably do complex calculus, uh, but the way he phrased these things is actually quite funny, but it's also very honest too. So uh, keep that in mind when you read this. What's going on in his mind is way more complicated than I could even understand here. But this is all the kelp came down to. It's a, a sheet here. Wish it was video episodes. Would you rather, and this is, I would rather, and he wrote, swim in the ocean, because fish, kelp, Green fish, coral. Those are his reasons. And he drew some kelp there, I'm guessing, is what that is. Uh, Which then is flipped over on the other side. Would you rather... I would rather be a bird. Because tree. So (laughs) He likes trees because the next page I looked at, none of this has anything to do with kelp anymore. I just thought this was funny and we pad out with a segment. What color do you like best? I like the color green because trees. There's a theme going on. I just like
2: that green fish got a special mention separate to other fish. (laughs) I'm I'm there for all fish, but green fish, they're the best fish you can get.
1: (laughs) Unless it's cooked. If it's cooked, stay away from it. Uh, Let me quickly flip through here and see if there's anything else. Maybe we can make this a weekly segment. Oh, this was a really good one here. I don't even know. This is like a journal, but it's like a cutout thing. So this is a bedtime assignment. Uh, And he wrote bedtime for mom my children that's the title of bedtime for mom my children by casper uh it is bedtime casper with an exclamation mark i'm guessing this is a story this is because use this is why (laughs) he's asking questions and he's like and one of the things with with uh, anybody in the spectrum is you you ask them a question a direct question that's the only thing they can't answer so i mean i ask them anything i ask him can you recite sonic the hedgehog 2 from start to finish for me and he recites it i'm like casper what would you rather eat pizza or a sandwich and he's like pizza or a sandwich and i'm like no i'm not asking to repeat it i'm asking a question but that is probably why is wise in here um but uh this is because use this is why casper with a question mark question mark bedtime eight o'clock uh <laughs> great story from casper there uh, there was one other here. There's a Yeah, this is my favorite one. All right. We'll find some connection to the amazing race here. But Jared, you're, you're going to grade him on this, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, He drew a picture of his mouth with his teeth and his tongue hanging out there. And this says, the Casper uh, can taste, the Casper can taste dad's pizza at school. So I'm guessing he took my pizza leftovers, my gluten-free. I can't eat yours, Casper. You stole mine. <laughs> The Casper can taste dad's pizza at school. Taste pickles. So apparently, I had pickles <laughs> on my pizza. And shy apples. <laughs> the apples were shy. Uh, I'm guessing he was just going through his lunch and just reading everything off here. And this is where it gets really good. Candy is hot dog versus jelly. <laughs> I think he's trying to describe a candy he ate as hot dog versus jelly. He's got the verses in here. Uh, hot dog versus jelly yours milk water tastes good <laughs> more banana versus cake you your
2: you <laughs> this just sounds like honestly the best lunch ever <laughs> so many options the drama of stealing your pizza like you're gonna start labeling stuff a shy apple which oh. i can picture vividly in my head
1: <laughs> you
2: know i'm <it's laughs> funny... gonna be at the grocery store now i'm like That's a shy apple.
1: (laughs) I I know what happened too, because we have like these, you know, insulated lunch bags or whatever, and all of them have his name on it. So So when I go to the office, I've got a lunch. People are like, oh, you made a mistake. You took Casper's lunch. I'm like, he's probably taking mine. We probably have a bag with my name on it. And it's got a great pizza with pickles on it. And shy apples, shy apples, (laughs) candies that are like across hot dogs versus jelly candies, milk and water that tasted good. And bananas versus cake
2: oh the uh hot dog versus jelly lolly is just i mean it sounds great
1: I'm gonna, this I'm is gonna like
2: actually... uh willie wonka factory lollies you that, that you're giving casper
1: hot dog versus jelly i'm gonna get him into business i think that's what he's pitching for uh there we go those are casper's school assignments of the week from last year um uh this last one worth reading uh, do we have enough time here Um, no, because I don't know what he's talking. Oh no, this is the dog. Okay. We're going to read this. This is when we brought our dog home when the last days of school. So you see the nice picture there of our dog dizzy. Mm -hmm. Uh, so he put the puppy is lead. Now lead is another word for a leash. Uh, he put paws, tails. Now Casper's new pet down up low is them. So I guess she's all over the place. She's down up and low. Uh, this do nice is dog. Uh, Three, two, one, zero is treat. I guess he's counting down <laughs> to giving her a treat. Casper is taking puppy for a walk. There we go. Uh, oh. We got some Casper assignments here. We'll work that into the amazing race somehow. Um, uh, there we go. We got, uh, I don't know what we're going to do. We're, we're basically flying by the seat of our pants here. We might do... uh Another recap next week. We might do another recap in two weeks. Might just make this a mid-season. We do an end-season recap. But uh, either way, I think this season is actually worth continuing to watch. The last Amazing Race Canada season, I never finished it. I got like halfway through and I'm like, it's not bad. But like, I don't feel like I really want to watch anymore. You know, I'm okay skipping this one. This one, I'm definitely into. Um, Are you on board for the rest of the season?
2: Oh, definitely. I feel like too now. There's a bit of there's been a bit of a change up in the teams. Like it was looking early on, like okay, like this might be like Ty and Cat dominating every leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now Tyler and Kayleen have come through to confuse everybody, and they're they're doing well. Uh, and Derek and Jasper are competitive as well. Um, so it it kind of feels like there is a split between like the top three teams and then everybody else. But um, I just think everyone's kind of there to win it. Well, well, yeah. Everybody bar oh, one team is, is there no, to win.
1: No, no, no. Everybody with uh, one guy on one team. Yeah,
2: <laughs> this is true. This is true. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I think it's okay. And to be honest, I'm like, Amazing Race US, we now know it's going to be like 90-minute episodes. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that? 90 minutes every single week? You watch the ninety minutes. No, right? Yeah, it's 90 minutes of a good shorter. episode,
2: sure, fine. But yeah. uh, 90 <laughs> minutes of a, of some of the Amazing Race US episodes, 90 minutes of, oh. Yeah, like you, you dread to think about it.
1: <laughs> I'm kind of stressing out because of this writer's strike and the actor's strike that like everything on TV is going to be reality TV of the fall and everything's being stretched out. Like Survivor's going to be 90 minutes then you're going to have a amazing race 90 minutes. I'm like, I'm not going to have time on like Thursdays to watch anything or Wednesdays, whatever night it's on. Um, So I'm, I'm kind of hopeful that uh, maybe this gets resolved quickly and that like they'll ditch some of the 90 minute mm. episodes. I'm sure there'll be some good
2: ones. Especially movies. like New Amazing Race 90 minute, oof. Old amazing race ninety minutes. Oh, give yeah. me ninety minutes of the of the airport drama. Yeah, <laughs> give me exactly. ninety minutes of people searching for flights. Fine, but Although, now when it's when everything's kind of
1: we yeah. might get we might get that back though because I think I well from what I heard this season they're not doing the whole carpool and and uh chartered flights that it's like it's gonna be back to booking. I doubt they'll ever get back to actually booking flights, right? But uh, we'll we'll probably get a little bit more drama. I can't imagine the last couple seasons, which I like the last couple seasons for what they were, but I can't imagine those as ninety minutes. Mm. i'll I'll at least check it out and tough as nails i'm sure is close to finishing here i don't know how our predictions are going um otherwise listen to whatever else we have coming out we are uh in the middle of bad movie month and what a week we at right now uh we are at the week of uh whatever ben and i just recorded which i've already forgot because it was really bad howard the duck i think so you fan of howard the duck jared
2: Uh, i can't say i've seen it
1: uh, don't uh <laughs> listen to our episode that's all you need uh and uh also we got 24 episodes going out and then uh at some point we'll be back for the amazing race uh whenever rossi and i can actually show up uh, or jared just hosts himself when when the amazing race uh oz uh the oz network's amazing race coverage does their solo edition you'll be the one there mm,
2: I'm, I'm just looking to have you two on board for the 50 episode uh australian <laughs> celebrity <laughs> ce- celebrity inverted commas uh, amazing race coming up
1: oh with that i mean we do a mid-season recap we're like all right, oh, we here to talk about the last 50 episodes mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so stay tuned for whatever we do have coming out and um keep watching the amazing race just don't expect us to be here unless we feel like it um thank you jared and thank you for not stealing my pizza
2: no worries I will send uh, I- you a cupcake. there's a shy apple somewhere in your kitchen for you to have for lunch <laughs>
1: I hope so too. And uh, my name is Colin. And will you marry me? You're
2: already married. I feel like I feel like it's a disservice to Jamie, so I'll have to say no. <laughs> Thanks
0: for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram